Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Uh, Today, we have a great question from one of our listeners, and the question is, what is the meaning and significance of the manger? Well, at Christmas, it's common to hear that the Lord Jesus was born in a manger, and yet we say this so freely during this period of time, right? We may not understand the significance of what it means. And and furthermore, if we say that Jesus was born in a manger, we need to understand that that was where Mary laid Jesus after his birth. Uh, We aren't sure the precise location of where Jesus was born, but we do know that it was near Bethlehem, and there was a manger there. In fact, in Genesis uh, 3.15, after man's first sin, God promised to come to bring salvation to humanity. Uh, hundreds of years after this first gospel was proclaimed, the, the prophet Micah foretold the birth of Jesus in the small town of, of Bethlehem. Micah 5.2 was fulfilled when the earthly parents of Jesus, Mary and, Joseph's, uh, and Joseph, were called to Bethlehem for a census of the entire Roman territory. In Bethlehem came the time of the Lord Jesus to be born. At the night of Jesus' birth, uh, there were shepherds in the field keeping watch over their flocks an angel of the lord in luke 10 through 12 says fear not for behold i will bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is christ the lord and this will be a sign for you you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger now the angel's announcement is good news for people of that day and for today In the case the shepherds had any doubts, the angels gave them confirmation of the truth that had been spoken. They would find the child lying in a manger. And the manger is mentioned three times in Luke 2, 7, verse 12, and 16 in the narrative, an indication of its importance. In fact, the angel explained the significance of Jesus in the manger as a sign to the shepherds that good news had come for them and for all people. In fact, the animal feeding uh, trough served as as the Savior's crib so that the shepherds might believe that he was willing to be in bed in their lowly condition. Jesus was coming among them, joining with them in their lowliness. And though Jesus was rich, he uh, he became poor for sinners so that through his poverty we might become rich. The Lord was acting for sinners. He, He was seeking in the manger to show that it was so. The good shepherd of the sheep would first make his bed among the sheep. The saving God who made his tent with Israel in the wilderness now made his tent in our flesh, and his name is Emmanuel, God with us. The narrative of Christ's birth was was about the shepherds and the people today. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son so that all who believe in him might be saved. The Lord does not depend on anything from his creation, so so what... What he does is is not done to meet his own needs. The self-sufficiency of God leaves no room for the sinful self-obsession to which fallen creatures are so vulnerable to commit. The love of God and God's benevolence towards sinners moved God the Father to send God the Son, the Lord Jesus, into the world. 
what happened in Bethlehem was about shepherds and people today. In fact, the, the manger demonstrates that the Lord cares for people because he came under the sentence of death for their sin. In fact, Paul says this to young Timothy in 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 16, that what we're talking about here uh, today is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. The Lord Jesus, he came into the world to save sinners, even the worst of them all, Paul himself. And we may be tempted to think that Paul is overstating his case. In fact, he can't possibly mean that he is a worth possible sinner, right? Many have felt the same way as Paul. And yet, Paul says that he received mercy for this reason, that in him as the foremost, Christ might display his patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. And in fact, many people today struggle with this idea for a variety of reasons. It may be because they've experienced issues in their relationship with their father, and so they view God the Father the same way as they do their earthly father. Or perhaps they've experienced some abuse or they have some sinful entanglements in their lives. And yet here we are confronted with the idea that no matter what has happened in our lives, there is hope of acceptance from God for God save the worst and use them as an instrument to trumpet the gospel to the known world in the Apostle Paul. And in this way, the manger is ideally suited for sinners. Jesus came into the world under a death sentence to save sinners no matter how great their sin. All of history is about Jesus. It all culminates in Jesus. The Bible ends not only with God in his glory, but with the redeemed clothed with the glory of God and the, and the Lord dwelling with them. And, and when we've grasped this blessed truth in all of its beauty, we will not be carried away into self-exception. Uh, obsession instead we'll sing with the angels what luke 2 14 says glory to god in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is well pleased you see jesus was delivered by his mother mary wrapped in clothes and laid in a manger in fact later that night shepherds from the field found jesus uh, as the angels told them they would what we see in jesus being born in a manger is that he was born in meekness all this reveals how approachable, how accessible, how available Jesus is to sinners. In fact, further, Jesus being born in a manger highlights there's no place that bars the way for the Lord Jesus, nor can any rings or guards prevent our approach to him. The King of kings and the Lord of lords came humbly, and his first bed was a manger. I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.